Okay, so you got your favorite game in the background there? Yeah. What is that? Monsters Menace America. Welcome to Board Again Gaming, a video cast and podcast where we talk about all things related to tabletop gaming. This is Season 1, Episode 1, Introductions. And I have on it. Okay, so my name is Chris Burt. And this is Ryan O'Leary, my friend. And he, so show that game one more time, Ryan. This is your favorite game? I thought your favorite game was Keyflower or Castles of Burgundy. I mean, those are like my favorite games, but this is like my favorite game. This is like my, my nostalgia love favorite game. Okay, why? Um, because it's fun. I think it's got artwork by Ron Spencer. And it plays really well up until the end. The end is awful. But this is probably one of the first games I ever bought that wasn't, you know, like a card game, like a CCG. Yeah. Well, what was, year was that game made? Um, I have no idea. Okay. 2005. 2005, okay. So an Avalon Hill, uh, has, I, that. It's really Hasbro, isn't it? Wiz- uh, Wizards of the Coast, whatever, yep. Hasbro, yeah. Okay, cool. Did it exist before that? Um, no, I think, I don't, I think this was the original run of it. Um, and then shortly after this, the, they released, I was working at a shop at that time, they released um, the Haunted Mansion house on Haunted Mansion Hill. Okay. You know, that one that- The trail? Is, what? The trail? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And I actually owned a demo of that for years. Okay. Never the core game. All right. Yeah. No, betrayal is fun. Uh, no, it's not. I don't like betrayal. <laughs> I only played the demo in 2006. Okay. Or I, I'm already starting out off this uh, video cast podcast well by by saying that a lot of people are gonna dislike the fact that um, I, I'm just gonna put this out there now, right now. So is that game a co-op? No, no. Okay. Uh, this game is like Risk um, with monsters. Okay. All right. So you control okay. a monster that rampages across the country, and then you um, control a military branch. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, that I, See, I would play that. I mean, I, I, like, I have a soft place in my heart for Risk, um, but and we can talk about this real quick, but generally I don't like co-ops. Um, there's a few, Spirit Island and uh, a few others that because there's meaningful choices for everybody to take, but but if it's a co-op where you're gonna get um, quarterback, I don't like them. How do you feel about co- um, co-ops? Similarly, yeah. <laughs> they, they lead to quarterbacking. You have to have the right group. I like co-ops with beginners. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm teaching people like uh, pandemic, uh, um, the island one, um, ex- the escape, where you escape from the island. Um, I'm really out of date on games right now. I have a deep love of games, but um, but those are great for like new players. Uh, yeah. get, getting people into games and then not quarterbacking them. Yeah. Like, um, so I guess we should introduce ourselves a little bit more, give people our credentials. I don't think that really matters, but because we're just going to have fun with this. Um, but my first game that I really remember playing would be Skippo when I was like five. 
And then my first like real board game was Carcassonne in like 2000, 2001, around the time I went to college. Um, how about you? Um, uh, we got into, I got into magic in like the seventh grade, but we didn't know how to play it. Okay. Um, and so you're then, just collecting like Pokemon type of thing? No, I just owned them for a while and then hooked up with some kids like the next year and uh-huh. then played magic. Um, but I had it, I had like a whole bunch of old cards and then, and then I didn't even really start playing board games until like a lot of board games besides obviously Monsters Menace America until like 2000, I don't know, eight. Okay. I played a lot of RPGs. Okay. What's your favorite RPG? Um... I really like Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition or third three third edition, and when I went to Gen Con a few years ago, side story riding my bicycle, which Indianapolis is amazingly bicycle friendly. Uh-huh. I was riding next to a gentleman, and we were talking about how the weather was nice, and it was a nice evening, and we rode, and then eventually we were just riding bikes together. We weren't like going to a destination. And I asked him what he did, and he was an RPG designer, and it was Jonathan Tweet, the designer wow. of Ed D&D. Wow. So I rode bikes with for like 20 minutes. That's fun. I, lo- I love Third Ed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for the last year, I, I've been managing a game store. You've worked at comic book stores and game stores. Um, though, yeah, so that's, that's who we are, um, if, if people are curious. Uh, we both have kids. We like to play fun intro games with them, mass market stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan has designed some really cool little games. I hope to see him uh, actually publish some of those someday. <laughs> Designing um, is the fun part, playtesting. Yeah, yeah. We got we, we need to playtest some more of your games. Um, I really liked that one where they were like in the schoolyard. I liked oh, the, yeah. the concept of that one and some of the things you had going on. Uh, did you have a name for that one? Um, it was called Recess, which it's I think recess. was already a game, but I think that one was about kissing people. So, and it was like 30 years old, so I don't mind. Yeah. Um, so this is just an introduction, um, vodcast podcast thing. Um, I'll take the audio and put it, it might come later than this actually get on YouTube, but we were just talking about before we started recording, um, Eric Lang games and you and I, in fact, had a really good time one time with Blood Rage. I know you like that game a lot, um, but I have come over the last few years to not like his games as much because I think they're overpowered. What do you want to say about that? I think I I mean, I love Blood Rage so much that I have I definitely have bias, you know. But I don't think that they're overpowered. Your reasoning for them to be overpowered is knowledge of the game. Yeah. Which I equate to experience, you know. If you know certain cards come up in the third age and you're building for that, that's experience. And I think maybe more experienced players when playing with newer players should maybe change up their play styles to mitigate their experience. But experience with players being good at a game, I don't think makes for bad game design. All right. Do you think that that game, if you took out all the awesome miniatures, 
and the awesome artwork would still have a good game at its heart. Absolutely, because I think that okay. it's a superhero. <laughs> like, okay. If you got rid of, I, like, they called Victory Points Glory. Right. But they could have just called it Victory Points. It's just immersed in theme. But you could replace them with cubes, and I think it would be, I, I think it would be a fantastic Euro game. Hmm. And I think that's why it's an amazing game. I think you're the only person I know that, that thinks that part of it. I don't, you're not the only person I know that loves Eric Lang's game. Uh, but well, Blood Rage is my favorite. Okay, Blood, Blood Rage is your favorite. And I would definitely play Blood Rage again with you. Um, have, have you played Rising Sun? You, you have. We talked about that, yeah. I have. Um, I, I think that both of them, and Eric, playing Eric Lang's other games, I, I think all of them, he just has certain cards that if you get those cards, they're going to be over you're going to be overpowered and it's not just about your experience. It's also about, um, it, yeah, it's about the prepping for them. And yes, people can mitigate some of it, but if you happen to get those cards and you've already prepared for it, you're probably still going to win the game. Um, and, and what makes rising sun even more annoying to me is that people will lie, even though they say they're not going to lie, which, and <laughs> I don't know how the rules adequately deal with that. And it makes it just an even more annoying game. Like, I, I love the artwork. I love the miniatures in both games. Mm -hmm. I love the gameplay. And I think in a game where everybody kind of agrees to all, all those um, basic tenets of it, great, fun thing. Like, I have no problem losing a game. But if you're just going to play Cutthroat to play Cutthroat and, like, Oh look, I, I know. Like, like, uh, did you ever play Android Netrunner with people who like memorized every card in the game? Like, I played Netrunner the LCG competitively for a year, but I haven't played the board game. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. The LCG. Did you ever play with any of those people who who had just like memorized everything and they knew exactly what they were going to play? Um, I might have been one of those people. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I I sold my Netrunner winnings years ago, and it was I had four or five top eight play mats from top eighting tournaments. Okay. So I used to, I used to be a card flipper, man. Yeah. I don't enjoy playing games like that at all. <laughs> well, it's a, well, a Netrunner is punishing because it's a bluffing game. Yeah. And, and that's also why I like blood rage is because you can bluff with it uh, yeah. when you go into combat and a yeah. lot of people don't bluff a lot. And I think that's one of my big enjoyments of it is that, um, I trounce people in combat unexpectedly. And one of the way to get around people picking cards that, yeah. that, that are overpowered is blood rage doesn't have a set number of turns per the round. Right. The round ends when either everybody passes or all of the zones are raided, raided right. pillaged. And what I do when I play is I take like one or two actions and then I begin raiding and then I end the round and the goal in doing that is to disallow people from playing quests or playing the cards that they want to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I get second place. Yeah. I mean, I don't win with that strategy because <laughs> you do that strategy, you're in first place going into the third round. Right. And then you're playing a multiplayer game. Right. You're just, you're just um, engine building when you pick cards, hence why it's a Euro. Okay. I think we're just going to have to disagree about this one. Uh, but, but no, this makes, uh, I, I think good disagreements make for 
a, a, a fantastic discussion. And, and I think that's a great way for us to start this and to introduce ourselves. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, what, what are you playing with your kids lately? Um, we have been, me and my seven-year-old have been building a war band to play Frostgrave, which is a miniatures game. Yep. Um, and, and then we still play, um, the Enchanted Tower, um, which I don't remember who that's put out by, but that is a great kid-friendly game. Yeah. Cool. What are you playing with the boys? Uh, Funkoverse, Checkers, and, um... I don't know. What else have we been playing? Um, oh, Star Wars minis. We still love Star Wars minis and play that. Not a balanced game at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what we've been doing. So anything else you want to say to introduce yourself or any of that? Um, I, I mean, no, no. I, where, I look where did you to this. get your Wasteland Express hat from? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wasteland Express, uh, Panasaurus provided this hat to me at Gen Con a few years ago. Ah, okay. I wear I wear it proudly. Um, yeah. I also I have a couple of gaming hats when they were giving out trucker hats because um, I wear them. <laughs> I wear them everywhere. You know, got to rep, got to rep the love of games. Yeah. Did, did you ever play uh, Tammany? Speaking of unbalanced games that can really destroy friendships, did you ever play Tammany Hall back in the day? No. I, so that was a, a Pandasaurus one way early on, like 2009, 2008, maybe somewhere back in there. Um, I actually got rid of the copy that I had bought used because people hated playing it. <laughs> because uh, you're, you know, you're, you're doing auction stuff and you're being really underhanded. And I talked to the guy is from Pandasaurus last year and I was like, I used to love that game, but I got rid of it. And they're like, Oh, okay. And I, I didn't think anything of it. They're bringing it back this month, September, and people are excited about it. And it's blowing my mind because I was like, I thought people hated things like this, like auction and backstabbing. Like, I mean, I'm trying to get some friends to play Diplomacy on the uh, <laughs> Diplomacy app because I've never played it. And it, it that kind of stuff, I just love it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. It's foreign to me getting upset about a game. Right. I mean, the only the only time I I don't want to play a game with somebody is, is if they're, they're just like completely making their own rules, going out to win no matter what, and not being friendly about it. Then I don't want to play a game. But if it's like in the game backstabbing, yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> so, well, awesome. I I'm looking forward to our time together. I think next time, um, maybe hopefully you'll be joining me to interview John and. Yeah. We'll I'm going to put an asterisk next to when I started board gaming um, yeah, okay. and what that counts. I'm going to have to think about it for, for our next talk. And well, Maybe we'll start that question with John uh, too. And if you want to chime in, um, okay. that sounds good. All right. I'm going to stop yeah. recording there and we'll see everybody next time.